praise the name of the Lord. It is a great privilege for me to come into your home today and I believe that God is keeping us, grace is keeping us even as we wait upon God to see us through this season. Holy Spirit, I want to thank you for the privilege you have given unto me to share your word with your children today. I pray that you will allow these words to minister life into their spirit, their soul, and their body in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Today, I'd like to share with you from the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 18 and I titled the message today as Dare to be different. Dare to be different. To be different means to be exceptional. To be exceptional. To be set apart. To be separated. To be excellent. As God's children, though we have a lot of unrest in the world right now, but it is essential for us to understand what God has for us each day. Because in the sight of God, the days of pandemic The days of joy, the days of sorrow had the same. Our faithfulness, the faithfulness required from us by God must be the same. Whether we are in a time of joy or we are in a time of sorrow. And that is why I would like to share this story with us from the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 18. I saw a typical example of two major Bible characters that were exceptional in their relationship with God. Beloved, whatever comes our way, whether good or bad, must strengthen us as Christians, must solidify our relationship with God. Whatever comes to us whether good or bad must bring about consciousness to revive and rebuild our relationship with God. We are going to be looking at the life last time I share with you the, uh, the, the testimony of Jehoshaphat but I'm also going to share with you today how it was exceptional in his relationship with God. And there's one other guy in this story that I would like to share his life too with you. And we're also going to look at how we can become exceptional in every aspect of our life, in our relationship with God, how we can be different. How we can be different. Be different here means you are excellent. Not having difference in a bad way, but you are having a good difference. Now verse 1, 2 Chronicles chapter 18 verse 1, it says, Now Jehoshaphat had riches and honor in abundance, and joined affinity with Heab. And after certain years, he went down to Heab to Samaria, and Ahab killed sheep and oxen for him in abundance, and for the people that he had with him and persuaded him to go up with him to Ramoth Gilead. And the first thing I want to talk about here is that in order for us to have an exceptional life, whatever relationship we have with God, our association is very, very important. Uh, Because we saw in the life of Jehoshaphat, the first thing he did, he took himself to Ahab, an enemy of God as at that time, he, even though Jehoshaphat was a child of God, he was a man that was uh, conscious of God, he associated himself 
with Ahab. Verse 3. And Ahab, king of Israel, said unto Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, Would thou go with me to Ramoth Gilead? And he answered him, I am as thou art, and my people as thy people, and will be with thee in the war. And Jehoshaphat said unto the king of Israel, Enquire, I pray thee, at the word of the Lord today. Now, this is what makes Jehoshaphat an exceptional person. He does not do anything unless he consults God, especially when it comes to the issue of going to war. When Ahab approached him to follow him to war, Ahab was planning to go and take over Ramoth Gilead as the king of those days. That is what they do. They, 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 they see a fertile ground and then they take their army there, take over the land, kill the inhabitants of the land and possess the land. Ahab was going to do the same thing to Ramoth Gilead and he asked Jehoshaphat to go with him. And then one thing I learned from the life of Jehoshaphat in verse 4 is that he was a man that will not take a serious action without consulting God. Action as serious as going to war. Action as serious as going, following somebody to go and fight his or her enemies. Now, in order for you to be different, in order for you to be exceptional, in order for you to be excellent, we must always learn to carry God along in our life, in our day-to-day activities, in everything we set our mind to do, in everything we lay our hands upon. God must be first. There are many of us that we put God last. When we are in need, we put God first. When we are in need and we have to cry to God, we have to pray to God, that is when we learn to put God first. When God has finally met our need, then we put Him last. We put our personal needs first. We put our our family first. We put our career first. We put our marriage, we put everything about our life first. And then we put God last. You see, therefore the king of Israel gathered together of prophets, 400 men, and said unto them, Shall we go to Ramoth Gilead in battle, and shall I forbear? And they said, Go up, for God will deliver it into thy hands. So, in this chapter, we saw one person, the first character here, that there were many characters, but there are only two characters I want to talk about. The first character here I'm talking about is Jehoshaphat. He dared to be different. And then we are going to the second uh, uh, character. Then, but Jehoshaphat said, Is there not here a prophet of the Lord beside that we might inquire of him? Don't forget, there were 400 prophets in the land. And these 400 prophets have been summoned and they have prophesied. And all what they were saying is that Jehoshaphat and Ahab should go ahead into the battle. But because Jehoshaphat had discernment of the spirit, Jehoshaphat was not comfortable in his spirit. He was restless in his spirit. He was able to identify which one is the spirit of God and which one is the lying spirit. So he wasn't comfortable. And the king of Israel said unto Jehoshaphat, There is yet one man by whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him, for he never prophesied good thing unto me, but always evil. The same is Micaiah, the son of Imla. And Jehoshaphat said, Let not the king say so. Now, you know, in life, one thing I have learned is that in life, you cannot please anybody. You cannot please everybody. You will win some, you will lose some. You will please some, you will displease some. As God's children, in any way we find ourselves, in our place of work, in our ministry, as pastors, as prophets, as oracles of God, we must learn to speak truth to power. We must learn to speak the truth, not looking at the face of anybody. Micaiah was a man of God who does not fear the person of the king. 
he, he, he tells the king just as the, the word of the Lord says. He does not sugarcoat the message of the kingdom for the king. Because of that, the king does not like him. It does not matter how many people likes or hates you. What matters is you being able to fulfill your purpose on earth. You being able to fulfill God's plans for your life. Micaiah was the, is the second character that I am looking at in this Bible pas- passage. And the Bible says, And the king of Israel and Josabat, king of Judah, sat either of them on his throne, clothed in their robes, and they sat in a void place at the entering in of the gate of Samaria. And all the prophets prophesied before them. And Zedekiah, son of Shenanah, had made his horns of iron, and said, Thus said the Lord, With this thou shalt push Syria unto, until they become consumed. So, Zedekiah was the man who pride himself as one of the major prophets as at that time, but he was not different. He was not different from the 400 other prophets because they have been corrupted. Their gift has been corrupted. And all the prophets prophesied, saying, Go up to Ramoth Gilead and prosper, for the Lord shall deliver it into the hands of the king. And the messenger that went to call Micaiah spake to him, saying, Behold, the words of the prophet declare good to the king, with one accent, let thy word therefore I pray thee be like one of theirs, and speak thou good. And Micaiah said, As the Lord liveth, even what my God said, that will I speak. What my God said, that will I speak. That is what makes Micaiah a different person. First, we consider Jehoshaphat, a man who put God first in everything that he does. What you have to learn is that any man that always seek the face of God over the affairs of his or her life will not run into trouble. Will not run into trouble. And when he was come to the king, the king said unto him, Micaiah, shall we go to Ramoth Gilead to battle? And shall I forbear? And he said, Go ye up and prosper, and they shall be delivered into your hands. At the moment, spiritually, it was on the surface. You know, sometimes if you have the giftings, the, the prophetic gift sometimes you you will see some god will show you something on the surface but you, you have to be able to dig deeper as what micaiah did you have to be able to dig deeper you have to be able to ask god again what the message means ask him the meaning of the the visions that you are saying so that you don't mislead people so and the king said unto him how many times shall i adjure thee that thou say nothing but the truth to me in the name of the Lord. Then he said, I did see all Israel scattered upon the mountain as sheep that has no shepherd. And the Lord said, These have no master. Let them return therefore every man to his house in peace. So when you read further, you realize that the 401 prophet, the 401 prophet, including Zedekiah, that were prophesying go ahead to the king were being deceived when you read downward the bible says that again it said therefore hear the words of the lord i saw the lord sitting upon his throne that was micaiah speaking to the king and all the hosts of heaven standing on his right hand and on his left and the lord said who shall entice ahab king of Israel, that he may go up and fell, fall at Ramoth Gilead. And one speaks saying after this manner, and another saying after that manner. Then there came out a spirit and stood before the Lord and said, I will entice him. And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? How will you entice him? And he said, I will go out and I will become a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And the Lord said, Thou shalt entice him, and thou shalt also prevail and go out and do even so. So you can see that it is God's purpose for Ahab to die in the battle. But the 401 prophets that were prophesying to Ahab to go ahead to battle, to go to place where he is going to die, they were not able to see. They were not able to read the mind of God. They were not able to understand the mind of God. 
Now, when you dare to be different in your relationship with God, you dare to go a little bit deeper. You dare to, to, to go seek God in an unknown places, in inconvenient places. You dare to go on your knee when it is requires it is required that you take physical actions but you go on your knee you embark on the journey of praise when it is required for you to be sorrowful you stand in front of demonic confrontations when it is required for you to be afraid Micaiah prophet Micaiah among 402 prophets, Prophet Micaiah was a different one, a man who heard the voice of God, the man who saw the mind of God. For every man or woman that is available, God will reveal themselves to him. Don't forget that when Jesus resurrected on the third day there were disciples that came to his grave before Mary he did not reveal himself to them they left the grave but Mary lingered at the grave because she had a deeper interest in knowing what happened to a Lord she had a deeper interest she had the decision to be excellent in searching for a lord she had the ability to be exceptional in a relationship with god a heart was drawn to knowing what others are not interested in knowing you can only know God based on how far you make yourself available to Him. Many of us, even at this critical time, we don't have time for God. I saw a video shared with me by somebody uh, today from uh, an event that took place in uh, Kuwait how the cloud came down close to the roof of the city everybody was screaming everybody was afraid and the next thing that happened in the in the city was earthquake so you need to understand that this whole world is being controlled by the word of god and we need to understand that we need to put God first in our relationship. In every aspect of our life, we need to put God first. Micaiah, the lesson I learned from his life is that he was a man that desired the presence of God. He was an exceptional prophet in his days. He was an excellent prophet in his days. He was a prophet who does excellently well in his prophetic ministry. Dare to be different. I am not talking about daring to be different, to be excellent in your career. I am not talking about daring to be excellent to be different in your relationship with your spouse though it is very very important but you must dare to be different in your relationship with your heavenly father you must dare to allow whatever happens in your life whether good or bad to draw you closer to God you must behave like Jehoshaphat I and you, not you alone, including myself, we must get to that realm where before we make any critical decisions 
in our life we behave like Jehoshaphat who insisted that even though I have heard the voice of 401 prophets my spirit is not comfortable with all of them having common messages I need one more prophet who is different Micaiah was different in every sphere Micaiah was hated by the king because he always speak the truth Micaiah will not hide the truth because he, he does not love the gain of deception many Christians have lost it today many men of God have lost it today we no longer seek God we look after men we look after great men a young pastor is looking at some great men of God he want to he want to become like them to the extent that where God has positioned you to learn about ministry you abandon that place to go and be chasing uh, big men of God thinking that that is, that is where God is going to raise you you have been sent to a village to go and preach the gospel because you don't like the village you, you divert your attention to the city looking for the comfort of the city you have been told to marry that guy that poor guy but because he's not rich enough you divert your mind looking for a man that is rich we have to be exceptional we have to be different in our obedience to god these days many of us we don't want to hear anything about giving to god giving to the church tithing and helping people around because we believe that god does not deserve the 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 fruits of our labor let us learn from Jehoshaphat and many of my many times most of these decisions that we make it brings us grieve grievous consequences grievous consequences those are the things that it, it brings our way and we know the truth some of us we know that we are suffering for our disobedience but we chose not to adhere to the word of God some years back some years back some country were doing they want to do election and all the pastors or even all the major the so-called major pastors I give due respect to every man of God all the major pastors the major bishops and the major prophets they are prophesying one thing oh this is the person that will come this is the person that will come this is the person that will come some even say okay if the person will not win they will drop mic they will not preach again but God was speaking something else God spoke something else to me I heard something else I prayed about it and I heard I had I had this revelation I said it in my church some of the church members hated me for the revelation that I shared. They said, oh, Pastor, what you saw is not correct. One even told me that, even Pastor, even the major bishops, they are seeing differently. Why are you seeing a different thing? I said, well, sorry, that is what God showed me. And me, I will not speak what God did not show me. When the election came and over, the result was announced. It was the person that I saw that won the election. Now, this is not to say that I am different or I am exceptional in my work with God. I have areas where I'm also imperfect. So, the word of God is double-edged. As the preacher preaches it, it goes to the front and it, it also goes to the back. The word is also helping me to examine an, a particular area of my life where I am also not exceptional in my relationship with God. Is there any area in our life that currently coronavirus has come to affect our faith, that has come to weaken our relationship with God?
the nations declared that no church service beyond 25 people no large gathering beyond 25 people we know we don't go to church my question is that are you using this period to strengthen your relationship a personal relationship with God because that is what matters it is good to have a very good and cordial relationship with your church to be active in the things of God in the church but when you are inactive in your personal relationship with God whatever service that you are doing in your church is a waste of time that is the truth whatever commitment that you have in your church to ministry is a waste of time this is a call to action we need to wake up we need to realize that we are close to the end of time we are close to the end of days horrible things are happening to people people are dying look at the situation that is we are currently having right now the coronavirus issue as of today the the numbers of death in america has increased to 600. italy is not stopping people are dying nigeria ghana a third person was just announced today to have lost his or her life to the coronavirus we don't know the extent this thing will go but we believe that god will protect his children and he will not allow evil to come near us let this period be a season for personal reflections on our relationship with god and i pray that even as we examine ourselves the grace will be available to us let me take it again jehoshaphat was a man who was different in consulting god before he makes a decision the first decision he made by partnering with uh, ahab was a mystic which god rebuked him at the latter part of the passage in the chapter 19 verse 1 and 2 god rebuked him and the, the, the prophet told him now listen because you 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 pull down the altars of the you, you tear the asherah poles in in judah you have been forgiven hmm? you have been forgiven so and we also saw micaiah the micaiah is the man that striked me most he had that connection to assess the mind of god as a believer as a born again child of god as a church goer as a worker in the church you have the same access that your pastor have to god access to the mind of god is not restricted to your pastors access to the mind of god for your life for your environment for your family is not restricted to only the prophets you don't need to be a prophet for you to know the mind of god for your life for you to hear the voice of god you don't need to be a pastor for you to hear the voice of god for god to direct the affairs of your life for god to direct the, the choice you make when it comes to your marriage for god to direct the, the choice you make when it comes to your career when it comes to your location you don't need your pastor you don't need your prophet to have that kind of access to god it's a matter of developing that personal relationship with god that personal loyalty that commitment as long as you make yourself available constantly in the presence of god god begins to reveal himself to you he will show himself to those who desire him he said knock it shall be the door shall be open unto you seek you shall find we need to develop an exceptional relationship with our heavenly father 
you don't need the the service of an outsider before you talk to your biological father yes i am your pastor but you don't need my help before you have access to your biolog- your earthly father your biological father to go and ask him your school fees your feeding fees your accommodation fees you don't need my help you go directly to him because you have a relationship with him that is how it's supposed to be between us and our heavenly father now the only time your pastors will be needed is to guide you to guide you to strengthen you to edify you to to when you are down so that they can lift you up if every member of the church can hear the voice of God genuinely you will know when your pastor is lying when he's prophesying false prophecies you know when he's just looking for your money when he just want to prophesy to you to scare you when he comes to tell you that he sees death chasing after you because you have the spirit of discernment in you you'll be able to discern that he is lying but because we are not ready to live dedicate that time the same time that pastors are dedicating to their personal relationship with God it does not mean because they are pastors that they have to read their bible every day they have to spend seven hours studying the scriptures they have to spend four hours praying it, it does not mean there are pastors who does not even spend two minutes with the scriptures may god have mercy one week even a whole month he will not open his bible but he will preach fluently and everywhere will be dry the presence of god will not manifest so when we when we become exceptional in our relationship with God, then God begin to manifest himself to us. I have some point that I want to enumerate for you before I leave you in the hands of grace. Now, to be there to dare to be different, you have to dare to live differently. You have to number 1 dare to live your life differently. Dare to live in obedience to every single instructions that is given in the scriptures. Develop your own personal relationship with God so that you will not be influenced by different types of messages that is flying all over the head. When you study the scriptures yourself and you have deeper understanding of what the scripture is saying, nobody can mislead you. You can let us read the book of Psalm 139, verse 19, the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 4 to 11, and 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, 14 to 22 for further study of the scriptures. Live differently in all your relationship with God. You may be looked at as a strange person among your friends now to live differently means that you are not joining the crowd to do to 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 follow the way of ungodliness you are not following the multitude to just be part of a group you are not joining a group just you are not doing things just because everybody is doing it you 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 analyze it if it is in accordance with the word of god if it affects does this thing affect my relationship with god this decision i'm about to make will it affect my relationship with god somebody place a bottle of dry gin in front of you and you are tempted to drink it but before you reach forth to the bottle, you ask yourself, will this thing be good for my health? Will this thing, be, will this thing make my spirit to be alive? With that, you are able to withdraw yourself from the temptation. Say so you are a young lady. At this period where everywhere is being quarantined, you are not married. So your boyfriend calls you, invited you to his house and you are not married 
and you are aware that having premarital sex is a sin and it can destroy the future of your marriage so you sit down before you honor the invitation you sit down and you analyze the situation and you withdraw yourself you live differently you don't live the way others are living you don't say because every other person is doing it let me also do it even though it is against the word of god oh all my friends are smoking let me also smoke so that i can be part of them the question you ask yourself is that if i smoke would this affect me would this destroy me others are joining court because all your friend joins court you don't say oh because all my friends are in court let me also be part of the court you live differently though they will call you names they will call you fools but you are being led by the word of god that is what makes your relationship your life an exception hallelujah that is what makes your life an exception at this moment now everybody is afraid everybody is exhibiting some level of fear but you choose to live differently you dare to be different you chose to follow the way of peace you show to fo- you, you choose to follow the way of faith and you kick fear out of your heart everybody is going out holding the little money they have in their hands they are trying to buy food in bulk to manage what they have so that they can have enough food for their family but because you are a child of god and you love god you choose differently you choose to live differently you bought enough for yourself and you share for the people that that are less privileged you look out for people who are in need even at this critical period where if you try to manage what you have nobody is going to blame you because everybody is doing it but you choose to give to the needy this is the period that you chose to go to the orphanage this is the period that is hard that you chose to look for widows to help them this is the period that you choose to look for someone that is dealing with issues around you that may not even be able to afford what you are able to afford and you are you, you are able to relieve them at this period you have to be aware there are people that are homeless there are people that are hungry there are people that are living from hands to mouth so this period has has hampered their personal economy because you are a child of god you choose to live differently you share what you have with the needy hallelujah that is what makes you different and god always manifests himself to those people who choose to live differently in accordance with the word of god number two you choose to stand firm in faith your faith is rigid in the face of opposition your resolve is strong you encourage others you encourage yourself in the lord you dare to be focused you dare to in life if you want to be successful whether in your relationship with god in your career in your marriage in 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 everything that you set your hand to to, to your mind to do one of the key to success is focus and firmness your faith must be firm this period you must not lose focus on the mark you must not lose focus on the word of god your focus we our focus must not shift excuse me our focus must not shift our focus must be firmly on the word of god our focus must be firmly on serving god whether you are in church or you are at home our focus must be firmly to serve god 
in the name of Jesus. Fix your focus on God. Fix your focus on Christ. Don't look at men. Don't look at people. Your help, our help comes from the Lord. Dare to be a woman who put a trust in God. Dare to be a man who put his trust in God. Hallelujah. Remember that every single promises that comes from God, they are yea and amen. And if God has promised it, he will fulfill it. Do not allow your focus to shift away from the promises of God for your life. Whatever is going on in your life right now, financial crisis as a result of the coronavirus, you are not able to go to your business places, you are not able to go to work, things have been affected left and right. Know for a fact that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. The Lord is our refuge. The Lord is our care. The Lord is our protection. Choose to be a child of God. Choose to live like a child of God. Choose to walk like a child of God. Dare to be a different father to your children. Dare to be a different mother to your children. A father who will be there for your family. A mother who will be there to support your husband, to support your, your, your children. Dare to be a woman of faith, not a troublesome woman. Dare to be a girlfriend that will lead your boyfriend to the altar of grace. Dare to be that girlfriend, that Christian girlfriend that will lead your boyfriend to know God more. Don't be the one to lead him away from, from the Lord. Don't be the one to lead him into ungodliness, to lead him into sin. And you know, when you are faithful to God, God remains faithful to you. That is right. The Bible says that you cannot mock God. A man cannot mock God. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. That's the word of God. A man, a woman, a boy, a girl cannot mock God. Whatsoever you reap, there is a law of planting and, and, and reaping. There is a law of sowing and harvest. If you do not harvest, if you do not sow, you cannot harvest, excuse me. You cannot sow mango and harvest orange. You cannot plant yam and harvest uh, 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 watermelon. So, our fruit is proportionate to the seed that we sow. In our work with God, the way and manner God will show himself in our life is proportionate to the way and manner we show ourselves when it comes to the things of God. The way and manner God will be faithful to you, it is the way you, you react. It is determined by your faithfulness to God. Everything in the kingdom of Christ, everything in Christdom, in the Christdom, in the Christendom, there is a condition attached to it. The only thing that is free is salvation, is grace. Every other thing requires some level of physical or spiritual services. You cannot buy the power of God with money. You will pray your way to the place of power. You will fast your way to the place of power. You cannot pray alone for prosperity. The reality of prosperity is that if you are not a giver, you don't deserve prosperity. The reality of spiritual empowerment is that this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. If you are looking for spiritual power, you want the Holy Spirit to fill you. You want the power of God to you want God to use you to, to heal the sick. You want God to, to open your eyes to see into the realms of the spirit. You cannot learn to be a prophet. Anybody that is telling you that you can learn to be a prophet, they are lying to you. 
They are trying to lure you into sorcery. They are luring you into sorcery. There is no school. Oh, say they said prophetic school, the school of prophets. In the school, in the prophetic school, what they will teach you is the fundamentals, the fundamentals, dream interpretation, the, the, the meaning of colors, meaning of numbers, mean how you can interpret dream, how you can bring reality into the dream, and all those things. I studied historical prophecy for two years. What it's all about is the prophets in the Bible, the lifestyle of the prophets in the Bible. Those are the fundamentals you will learn. If God has called you to prophetic ministry, the empowerment comes from Him. And that grace to see, to operate as a prophet, can only be acquired when you go on your knee. When you go on your knee and spend time in the presence of God. You cannot go and be learning how to mix, you learn how to make anointing oil. You are practicing sorcery. Quote me anywhere. And I'm not afraid to say it anywhere. You call yourself a prophet or a prophetess and you are learning how to mix olive oil with garlic, with, uh, with uh, ginger, with uh, onion and all those things. You are a sorcerer. You are a sorcerer. You are not a prophet. That is, that is simply sorcery. Because the work of the prophetic comes only from the Spirit of God. The gospel alone is the power of God. Any other thing that is added to the gospel is sorcery. Any other thing that is not in the scriptures that is added to the gospel is sorcery. We can, we can, we can go to a land, put our feet on the land, and make declaration on the land and prophesy upon the land. We can take the soil of the land and speak life into that, into that land, and the land will receive life. Even if the, even if the, 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 the land is in U.S., we can speak to the map of U.S., and the, the, the U.S. will receive the grace of God. The power of God lives within us. So you have to understand that in order for you to get to that exceptional relationship with God in ministry, it requires prayer and fasting. Sometimes back, I share a story about two people that were deployed to the market in a oil company. They were deployed to the market to go and get customers to try and convince people to stop using gas to cook and use kerosene to cook. Two of them went into the market. One went, came back the next day, told the boss that, oh, people are not interested in, uh, people are not interested in using kerosene for, they are used to the gas. The boss said, okay. The other one went into the market, draw up plans, came up with strategies, went extra mile to explain the benefit of using kerosene as cooking uh, material and convince the people about the danger that looms when you use gas to cook if you are not careful. And he managed to convince few people. So when he came back with his report, he had his report written. He had the people who were interested at left side, people who were interested at the right side. The boss was impressed with the, with the analytical way he presented his result. Because of that, he got his promotion. And the other one was angry that he did not get promotion because to him, he's been at workplace years before the, the boy that was promoted came. It's not about the amount of years you spent in your in your business and it's not even the amount of years you've spent in ministry somebody will say oh, I, I, what, what do you know i've been in ministry for the past 40 years what holy spirit are you people talking about it does not matter how long you have been in the lord you can still be a babe in the lord 
to conclude my message today let us come to a level where we can have exceptional personal relationship with God exceptional obedience exceptional faithfulness put God first like Jehoshaphat did be exceptional like Micaiah did in every area of your life be an agent of truth and it shall be well with you in the mighty name of Jesus now I want to pray with you today is the 18th day of our 21 days of glory our 21 days fasting and prayers and I want to prophesy into your life according to the prayers of today therefore I speak into your life that the hand of God will rest upon the labor of your hands and your joy and happiness shall be full in the precious name of Jesus I command your hands to be blessed and your hands to be highly favored I command the hand of God to sanctify your hands sanctify your business places sanctify everything that you lay your hand upon with the fire of the Holy Spirit and I begin to rebuke every ancestral powers that are monitoring the labors of your hands I declare upon you today that God's purpose and God's plan alone shall prevail over your marriage over your business over your ministry over your career the desire and the aspirations of your enemies will be disappointed the Bible says for the rod of God will not allow the rod of the wicked to fall upon the lot of your life I decree and declare that the rod of the wicked will not fall upon your portion the rod of the wicked will not fall upon your marriage the rod of the wicked will not fall upon your career it will not fall upon your destiny lines are falling for you in pleasant places and you are possessing a goodly heritage in the precious name of Jesus any power that has stolen your chances that has stolen opportunities that has closed doors against you I command a release of those doors in the precious name of Jesus Christ I break every covenant of retrogression I break every covenant of stagnation I break every covenant of limitations over your life in the mighty name of Jesus I wash your hands your feet your spirit your body everything about you in the blood of Jesus I decree upon you that COVID-19 will not come near you and your household coronavirus will not approach you it will not come near your helpers in the precious name of Jesus Christ as I leave you this 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 moment I pray that the glory of God the blessing of God will continue to abide with you may you be an exceptional Christian may you be an exceptional man of God may 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 heaven and hell testify to your faithfulness to God in time of troubles you are rewarded you are lifted in the precious name of Jesus it is well with you in Jesus mighty name I have prayed amen